Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kreimer and our friends at Kreimer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. Hey, we're back again for another edition of Sunday Night Rev. Thank you for listening in. We love hearing from you. What's the email, Lori, if somebody out there in Eagle Country wants to email a question or maybe an idea for a show that that your brilliant mind has not thought of yet? Well, it's Rev. I'll I'll take that compliment. (laughs) It's Rev. It's pretty simple. Rev, R-E-V at EagleCountryOnline.com. You can also go onto the homepage of Eagle Country Online, and there are rotating panels. And on one of those, there's a huge logo that says Rev. It has uh, the Crimer's Beer House logo. We love Mark Crimer. Mm -hmm. Uh, This would not be possible each Sunday night without Mark and his generosity. So I hope Mm -hmm. uh, that you will dine down there sometime. You'll enjoy it. You will. And if you want to listen to an archived program, those are all listed on that page Hmm. as well. And then there's links to get involved if you want to visit Whitewater Crossing. Everything you need to know is on that homepage of EagleCountryOnline.com. That's good. I'm going to have to go listen to the archive sometime and see if I still agree with what I said a year ago. (laughs) I I don't don't know. You know, it could change. But, hey, we're back again. I've got two of my great staff members from Whitewater back who specialize in what we call Harbortown Kids. And last week we talked a little bit about children's ministry and why it's so important and some of the blessings and some of the challenges of that. And uh, so this is important, how we treat kids. Let me share this scripture with you from Matthew uh, chapter 19. It says, Then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them, kind of like a blessing. By the way, it's so important, you in Eagle Country, you parents, to bless your kids. Would you all say that's true? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of us never had the blessing of a mom or a dad. They were searching all our life for that blessing uh, that we never had. So it's so important for you to bless your kids, to appropriately touch them. And, but So these kids were coming to Jesus, but the disciples, those like in Jesus' inner circle, they rebuked them. They said, don't bring, <laughs> don't bring them fussy, messy kids around here. They're sticky. They're sticky. That's right. (laughs) Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. We're never more like God than when we approach God as a little child. That's what we learned last week at Whitewater uh, a couple weeks ago talking about prayer. So when he had placed his hands on them, Jesus went on from there. So uh, children's ministries was a vital part of Jesus' ministry, and it's a vital part of what we do at Whitewater Crossing. So we have this whole ministry thing called Harbortown. We talked a little bit about it last week. I want to unpack it a little bit more. Uh, maybe Anna or Jerrica, tell us why why we got the name Harbortown. Do, do we put kids in ships? Or, I mean, <laughs> what, what does that mean? Yeah, we send, we send them away. No, send them away. Um, we have a, a main verse that we, we go by, and it's John eight twelve. And this is when Jesus spoke to the people. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Um, and so that's kind of where um, the whole symbolism of the lighthouse and us as kind of being uh, the, the, the following the light that Jesus puts out um, when we're lost in the ocean, you know, kind of that metaphor of when we're lost in the ocean, when, when our life is in shambles, we can look to God we to be that lighthouse. Light. So when you come to our new 
and clean and excellent mm-hmm. and brightly colored and lit Harbortown <laughs> Kids Building. Yes. Uh, you can see the metaphors of Harbortown. Mm-hmm. We, we got the light. We have like a ship's wheel. I saw that uh, yes. back in there, right? And that uh, it's a compass. That's it. Yeah. I saw a compass. That's, and there's like four mm-hmm. core values yes. of our, uh, I'll put you on the spot here. What yeah, are the okay. four Love to talk core about values it. Yeah. Uh, that if someone visits our church on Sunday with kids, and I wanna go, I'm going to walk step by step through that in just a minute. But what are the four key mm-hmm. values of that compass? Sure. I'll t- I can talk about the first two. And Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so it's it stands for... Um, Harbortown Kids, which is K-I-D-S. And the first one is uh, Connect. And I know Connect is spelled with a C. but we You spell- teachers here in Dearborn <laughs> County, You're don't cringing. listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> so we spell it with a K for kids. But um, our goal for them is we want them to connect with God and connect with others. Um, so that is, is vitally important, especially as they're growing in their faith, growing in their walk with Jesus. Um, they need to be connecting with God. And they need to be connecting with others. And a great place to do that is Harbortown. Um, and then the I stands for invest and invite. So we want our kids to be the the, the best investors in other people and the best inviters um, that they can be um, in the church. So we want them to be making relationships and talking to people who might not know Jesus. We want them to be telling them about Jesus, and we want them to be inviting them to church. Yeah, and then the D in kids stands for daily quiet time, and that is um, represented by an anchor. You'll see anchors all over Harbortown because it is vital that children are anchored in their faith, and a good way to do that is to have daily conversation um, with God, our Father. And we are doing that through reading our Bibles and through prayer, um, daily. That's important. And we teach the kids that. And then the S for kids stands for serve. Um, Mm. We are to serve inside and outside of our church. And that is represented with a life preserver. Um, Mm. You know, you're going to throw that out to help somebody. um, But we we encourage children to serve while they're at church, but also while they're outside Mm -hmm. of our building. Yeah, I have a guy in my small group named Steve Naltner who uh, has a couple gas stations here in town, and just an awesome guy. And him and his wife just had a baby, by the way. Mm-hmm. We grow the church any way we can <laughs> over at Whitewater. But he has a little boy named Charlie. And Charlie, I was walking through, uh, it's been a while back, in uh, Harbortown Kids, and my son was with me, who's on our security team, and he knows Charlie, too. And as he, Charlie stood up and came over to talk to him. But as soon as y'all started the program on the stage, he said, shh. And he went back and sat down <laughs> and wrapped attention of what was going on in the stage. So he didn't want to be bothered, you know, or distracted. So the programming Aww. is pretty, pretty good back then uh, and back there. So talk us through, we're a parent listening on Eagle Country. Why would I want my kid in Harbortown or any church. There's other churches that have quality uh, children's ministry. I, I'm biased toward ours because I think it's quality for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. But why would a parent be compelled? What are some of the drivers for why we think kids do well back in Harbortown? Sure. Do you want me to share? Sure. Um, I think it's important, um, especially for um, for children, to be connected in the church body because it will be their foundation as they mm-hmm. grow older, as they, they encounter difficult um, situations, whether it's relationships or challenges just in their life. They will have a strong foundation 
Um, and why would you not want to start that mm-hmm. as soon as you possibly can? Um, I just, as, as Anna's about to have a baby, I just had a baby. She's three months old. And why would I not want Navy, my daughter, to start as soon as she could in understanding that Jesus loves her? So so it is so vital that you start as young as they as long, you didn't pick can. Navy because it had the nautical theme or anything to go with Harvard. <laughs> I not am, serious I am dedicated. I see. <laughs> yes. You're all in. Man, I yeah. I don't know. I will see what, what Anna names her child. <laughs> right. <you know>? Captain <laughs> Hook or something. I don't yeah. know what's it. Crew. Well, good. So uh, we get kids a good foundation for their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other things? Yeah, and I also think um, as a parent, I think you realize that it takes a village. And I think... You know, it takes a village at their school. It takes a village with their coaches. It takes, a, you know, it takes a village everywhere. And I think the same is is absolutely true, and probably more true for for church and for their spiritual growth and their spiritual life. Um, because when they get into those harder years or those older years, when they might not want to go to mom and dad, they might not want to ask their faith based questions um, to someone that lives in their house. You want them to be surrounded by people um, who love them, who want what's best for them, who care for them, um, who are dedicated to, to teaching them um, what scripture says and what Jesus says about their life. Um, so yeah, community, I think, community is so important. Yeah, and so I think just having uh, the reassurance that there are other adults and, and other people, mm-hmm. even teenagers who are working with your kids um, to help grow them. It, help, it helps to get input from other adults. If you're a parent looking at it, you're trying to tell your kids, especially when you get in student ministry years, you know, parents are not the smartest people in the room by from the kids' perspective. And so it's helpful to have another person, adult, who might be cool, who might be younger, uh, say, you know what, your parents, you know, they're not too bad. This is kind of true. <laughs> the, the, you know, kind of helps support them. And you all grew up in youth group, too. I think when you grow up in a church and you have those long-term relationships, then you, you grow up together just almost like in mm-hmm. high school. You grow up together sharing these experiences, and it makes you uh, have a, a, a group that is uh, God-honoring, not perfect, right. but God-honoring. There's some advantages to that. Absolutely. And we have a ton of school systems. I would not, I mean, we have probably five major school systems, hundreds mm-hmm. of schools mm-hmm. represented in the church our size at Whitewater. So it's, no matter what school district you live in, no matter what state, we have people from Indiana, uh, you know, Ohio, Kentucky. I mean, they come from everywhere. So learning the Bible, and a lot of us in Eagle Country as parents, we never had the advantage of learning the Bible. So it's good to have a church. We want our kids to learn the Bible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some of the elementary truths about who Jesus was and the stories, uh, their songs, you know. Mm-hmm. So children's ministry, these kids are not the church of tomorrow. They're the church of today. Yes. At Whitewater, mm-hmm. you know, serving and all those things. I mean, I can only imagine how different I would be in my life if I had grown up going to church mm-hmm. and had those experiences. Mm-hmm. I did not. David knows that. But in mm-hmm. just my four and a half years of having a relationship with God, the growth that's there. So just mm-hmm. imagine if that's something that you're teaching your kids from a very young age. It's a pretty good shot. They may turn out to be a, a decent <laughs> human being after all. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Amazing what that, what happens there. Okay, so lots of advantages. Plus, I think it helps you listen to the adult message. If you know your kids are safe, they're yeah. getting mm-hmm. taught on their level in a way they can understand 
a lot of us grew up where we went to church. I mentioned that last week. We sat on the seats, and they weren't even cushioned, and we didn't have coffee, and you had to behave and be quiet, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, you will learn a lot more, too, when you drop off your kids because it's a learning environment for everybody. So let's say somebody's listening to Eagle Country. They're convinced they want their kids to have a solid spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. They want to learn more about the Bible. They want to help them develop. Uh, what is it that will happen when they show up on our campus on Route 128, 5771, Route 128? You can get on the church website, uh, plan your visit page, yes. and it gives some videos and pictures of what your mm-hmm. kids and you will experience. But how they come in. Is there a door that's closer to Harbortown that they should yeah. come in? Talk, walk us through virtually and verbally sure. kind of what happens when somebody comes. Yeah. If I were a first-time visitor of Whitewater, I would come up that driveway, that hill, and I'd circle the building until I found door four, mm-hmm. which is conveniently next to our playground. So you will enter through door four where you will be greeted by um, adult guest services. Um, they will assist you in finding the dock, and the dock is very dock. important. And you should you should not be able to miss the dock. It is very um, nautical looking. So you Lots find of computers on it. Yes, you will find that front desk where you can sign up um, and register your child to enter in Harbortown. But if you want to skip that step, you can you can plan your visit online, like David said, and skip all of the paperwork. And then you can just come in and say, I'm here. We'll be expecting you. And then um, you will check your child into their age-appropriate classroom. Mm-hmm. And we'll um, have someone walk back with you um, and, and show you which classroom. Show us exactly wow. where to go. Yeah. Okay. You will not um, be alone in that process. And then, like Anna said, we'll guide you to that special specific room where your child will be safe and will not be able to leave until you... You won't lose my kid, right? No. No, we will not. And we will not release them to anyone without that little sticker. The little sticker. (laughs) I've seen those stickers. Now, what happens if somebody lost their sticker? Yeah, that that happens. Because Um, that that used to be a fear of mine, like... Yep. Lose <laughs> yep. So if someone comes to a room and they say, hey, I'm here to pick up so-and-so, um, but I don't have the parent tag, um, what we do is we take, um, we escort that child and the family to back to that dock, back to that um, desk in the lobby. And we um, ask some verifying questions, um, like the birth date, the address. Mm-hmm. We might ask to see a driver's license. So we basically verify that those adults are connected with that child. Okay. Yes, and even if David Vaughn himself tried to pick up his granddaughter, yes, I without that it has happened years no. ago. Yes. I have said no to David Vaughn when he came to pick up Brooklyn, and I said, "David, there do you, you have a sticker?" And he said, "No." I'm saying, "No." Well, send and him I back. said, "I understand." Help! <laughs> right. Yeah, no, the, exceptions. no exceptions, and I love that that they're that way. And of course, the church our size, you have to be you that way. Be. Thank God, nothing has happened. We pray it, it won't. Uh, so then the kid uh, goes to class, the child mm-hmm. goes to class. Well, if we have more than one kid. That's right. You check them, check them in, we pick them all up, same same. Yeah, it's the process. same process mm-hmm. from um, birth to fifth grade. It's okay. the same process. So we try to make it seamless for families. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll use that same check-in sticker. So yep. 9, 30, 11, 15, yeah. either Identical one. services. Identical services. Yes. Yeah. So your child won't miss out yep. um, on anything. And even those tags, um, if you have any questions, they'll say their room numbers of where they're being picked up and where they're being um, dropped off. Now, this never happens. But what <laughs> if the preacher preaches long? <sighs> Did you hear that? I heard the sigh. We love Not that that ever happens (laughs) at Whitewater, 
Yes. But if uh, you'll hold them for me right till I get there. Right. Okay. If we have the opportunity of oh, five that's, extra what a nice minutes. Way to, yes. yes. What a nice way to We say. may throw in an extra worship song. They might get an extra cup of goldfish. Yes. We, oh, yeah. We'll break out the um, play activities again. Um, yeah. The kids always, there can never be too much play though. There can never be right. too like much school. They like when it runs. <laughs> yeah. They do. That's I don't true. know if the workers always <laughs> like it at our place, but yes. Okay, that's good. So on different age levels, we're learning different things. So we kind of have a systematic approach to the topics or programming. Do people like regular school graduate? Do they go to another grade? And then there's a certain thing we want them to learn at that age. Yeah. So every every weekend, um, everyone in Harbortown learns the same story. Now, it might be on different levels. So um, the preschoolers might hear it in a way that they understand it versus a fifth grader might understand it. Um, but every June, they do promotions. So they get to, to graduate to their new um, class. So they stay with their, their schoolmates and their, their kids in their own grade. Um, we find that super helpful, super ben- mm-hmm. beneficial because if they can connect with their friends and their peers um, who are Christians at church, that they'll have an easier time at school too, mm-hmm. um, and vice versa. So um, that's how we kind of do the promotion. Um, yeah, events. and I think children's ministry is so unique in the fact that you might have a baby come to Harbor Town for the first time who who needs to learn about Jesus's love, but you might also have a fifth grader come who's never been taught that. Yeah. So it is a unique, um, just a unique situation that we have to juggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do, we have specific, like our compass we've talked about, we have specific, um, what do you call those, Anna, areas in which we try to see where children are growing. So we have those babies who are in the ocean. We have mm-hmm. the coast. Environments. Environments. Yeah. Environments. There we go. Yeah, there There's that go. word. There it is. Anna loves the environment. Yeah. Yes. So, so and we, we talked about this um, in the, the previous session, but as well as, a baby who might not be able to understand. They're just understanding God's love and that they're safe here. Um, well, a brand new, what we call infant fifth grader might just need to understand those two things, that they are safe here and that they are loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of walk them through, um, and then they get to understand the wonder of God. So that's always a fun a fun stage. I love seeing our preschoolers wonder about God because he's very, um, very much like a superhero. Mm -hmm. It's very much like, um, we teach them the difference between this isn't a magic trick. This is a miracle. And, um, but that is very, very, very fun to see kids in that, that stage. And then they move on to discovering who God is. And that's, um, when they hit probably kindergarten through third grade, where they try to, um, understand they're asking more questions. Um, they're getting deeper. Mm-hmm. And then by fourth and fifth grade, they're owners of, of their faith and, yeah. and who God says. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's good. You know, adults are that way, too, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the same kind of levels. We have people, Lori, don't we, that come in right first day. They don't really know anything. they got to deal with the wonder of God and mm-hmm. then make it a personal mm-hmm. relationship with God. they get got this religion deal, but they're not sure about the relationship deal. And we have... People who are very much childlike in their faith. We love that. So my challenge, much like Ann and Jerrica, is you're teaching the same, all these different levels in the same room. So I got Mm -hmm. people been, you know, it's their first time that people have been following Jesus for 50 years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes adults cry out and sometimes they throw fits and. Sometimes they need to be changed, too. And the message applies to everybody's life differently, too, Mm -hmm. so in a different way. Now, are the kids learning the same programming, the same stories, a lesson that the adults are learning 
in the adult service? Um, occasionally. So about uh, for two series a year, we will um, pause our children's curriculum and we will match with the adults, which um, that is super beneficial. The, the upcoming one is this summer when we're partnering with teaching about Solve 7. So the yeah, kids, remember Solve 7 Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Solve 7 yeah. Shannon. So the kids are going to be understanding how they can help um, people overcome physical barriers to create spiritual opportunities. So we're going to be teaching that all the way down, all the way down to nursery. So um, it's exciting, exciting stuff. Tell us a little bit about how children's ministry has changed from maybe even when y'all were kids. Mm-hmm. Is there are there are we doing something that's new? Are there uh, are there ways that to teach kids now that we we are exploring or yeah. trying? Yeah. Um, so speaking from my past. Children's ministry looked a lot different than adult ministry. And honestly, if you were to step into Harbortown at Whitewater Crossing, you would see a lot of similarities in the two. What an adult is experiencing is not much different than what a child is experiencing. We are together worshiping as a family. We are together taking communion as a family. We're praying. We're giving. And um, so that is a lot different than what children's ministry used mm-hmm. to look like. So we're mimicking that so that when they do mm-hmm. graduate yes. from Harbortown, they can be mainstreamed into mm-hmm. adult worship mm-hmm. yes. pretty easily. Yeah. Um, so I think you might be picturing in your head Sunday school. Well, it, it looks a lot different than Sunday school. Mm-hmm. It is a worship experience for children. And I think there are huge benefits to that. Yeah. And I think one of our, our biggest um purposes our biggest intention is to be fun um <laughs> we we don't want it to be a place where kids are being dragged back you know by their Lord, callers yeah. <laughs> right um but we want it to be an exciting place so everything we do um is, is for them so we're not ashamed to get on the stage with a big wig and a outfit and be a character <laughs> if we need to tell the bible story i've seen it. i've seen them it's quite uh yes. fascinating and it would come a long way from flannel graph oh, uh, yes. Kool-Aid, stale cookies in a musty well, basement. You put, all, you put headwear on. <laughs> I do. Yes. I try to so make We all enjoy, yeah. enjoy yeah. that show. Yeah, thanks enjoy for sometimes. thanks for bringing that up, Lori. I appreciate <laughs> yes. you doing it. All right, um, we do things too as well to celebrate these milestones in our mm-hmm. kids' lives in Harbor Town. Uh, so some of us who grew up Catholic probably remember like a baby type dedications and. And godparents and things like that. We have a thing called family dedication. Yes. Walk us through a little bit. How often we do family ve- dedication? Yeah, so we do family dedication twice a year. So typically one in the spring and one in the fall. Um, and basically that is for parents with children. Um, and it doesn't have to be infants. Typ- typically it is, but it can be um, parents who are starting that spiritual journey with their kids. So we've we've had dedications where we've dedicated elementary kids before. Hmm. Um, but it's basically um, the parents and the church coming together and saying, we want to start this faith journey with this child. We want to be um, a support. We want to come together. Um, and so you pick a life scripture. Um, we have a great ceremony. Um, and we, we do. We come together. We commit. Um, the parents commit to the child and the church commits to the parents that we are going to um, work together to be the spiritual partners um, for this child. That's a good way to put it. We do want to want to help partner with you Mm -hmm. we never want to say we'll take sole responsibility of your kids i think god gives each parent that when that kid is born to raise that child in every way spiritually but there are many of us uh around the church who love coming alongside 
yes. with tools and aids and ideas and part, full partners. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we, we want to train parents as well, right? Mm-hmm. To train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, mm-hmm. they won't depart from it. That's what the scripture says. So, absolutely. Do, do, what, what do we provide parents to help them be better, better parents? Yeah. So through that through that family dedication, we do have a, a follow up with them, um, where we give them materials, um, as well as when the kid also goes into kindergarten, we give the the parents tools and and access to resources, mm-hmm. um, as well through some of our. Um, social media accounts, we do resources through there as yeah. well. Yeah, and a few times a year we have family experiences where yeah. the whole family is invited either on campus at Whitewater or um, we had a family experience at Greendale Cinemas. Um, that was but, a fun one. Yeah. Nice. So at these experiences, it is learning how to worship, learn how to read your Bible, learn how to serve as a family mm-hmm. because sometimes parents just don't know what to do. And it's intimidating sometimes. Yeah. So we like to provide experiences for families to come together mm-hmm. and learn how to do those things yeah easy ways to to teach your kids about the bible yeah and i I bet you hear some of the most precious prayers offered Mm. by kids uh that are so childlike in faith Mm. and that's why jesus wanted them around and so i would just encourage every parent listening in eagle country to have your kids in a bible believing church that loves jesus and loves them Mm -hmm. and if you don't have a church whitewater crossing would love to be your your partner, your parenting partner in that. And there are so many competing priorities for kids' time, attention. We talked about that last week. I know many of you in Eagle Country, you're all about sports, and little Johnny and little Susie are going to get a scholarship, and Mm -hmm. I know all their select teams. And I'm just telling you, could I just give you a word of advice from experience? Nothing is better than the local church to teach your kid life things that will last forever. Mm-hmm. So I get a, uh, we have a lot of coaches, we have a lot of teams, we have a lot of kids involved in youth sports, and used to be they would stay away from Sunday morning. That's not the case mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have some choices to make as parents. And uh, on the extreme, you have like the youth sports cartel. That's what I call it, <laughs> you know. And can I just tell all you parents who think your kids are great, every kid is special. Every kid is select, uh, you know. So teach them something that's going to last forever, and that's why I have a bias at the local church and things like Harbortown and the things that Anna and Jerica are doing are going to ripple out beyond this world. And I find a lot of parents, when their kids get to high school and they, they start to act out, they say, man, uh, I wish somebody would help my kids. And when in actuality, the formative years are when you need to input into their life. So the preventative teaching comes, and it's not remedial in nature. Yeah. So get them in early, get them in often, and you not that that won't that that you know that won't uh, make them never stray. Everybody plays a prodigal sometime in their life. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, those kids will return to their faith, and mm-hmm. you stand a better chance of them turning out better when they're raised in a environment like Harbortown. Yes. And that's why I wanted them to come, and I'm just tickled to death with the job they're doing. I I I've done youth ministry in, in another job before I became a preacher, and I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. Adults will at least look like they're interested. Kids will not. <laughs> Students will not. They'll just say, you stink. You know, you're no good. At, or they, they will not pay attention. So I, I kind of am doing, uh, you know, youth ministry for adults. That's the way I kind of <laughs> see it. Uh, 
And uh, but I so am uh, impressed with the teams that they these ladies have built out, and excited to have them on the show uh, about that. And I encourage you to lean into that if you're a parent, and let us help you uh, help your child. And then you won't be calling us in desperation later to say, uh, "Could you do something with my kid?" Uh, but they have no spiritual foundation in which to build or to talk to. And Anita and Connor and Rich and those in our student ministry would tell you, it's really, it's like a prize fighter. If you only got like one or two punches a week, mm. you're not going to knock sin or the devil out of a, a person. Mm-hmm. You need a, a, a daily thing, but the Sunday is a good uh, opportunity to regularly be there and I just encourage you to have your kids there and have them there a lot. Yes. It's tough, isn't it, when they come like once and they're gone four weeks and then they come back mm-hmm. again inconsistent and then trying to catch up. Yeah. And and I know some parents are scared to turn loose of their kids mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there's a little worry about them. So uh, then they'll bring them into adult worship and they cry there too. And <laughs> then I cry. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, thank you for uh, letting us speak into your life every Sunday night on a, a variety mm-hmm. of subjects. And thank you for letting us push you a little bit uh, with your family. We love you and your family, your kids. They're close to Jesus, therefore they matter a lot to us. Yes. And we'll be there looking for you mm-hmm. some Sunday. So I believe Jerrica prayed last time. So Anna, do you want to yes, close this out with prayer? Yes, I would love to. All right. All right. Um, dear God, uh, first I thank you for... Um, these wonderful families that um, are hearing this right now, um, who we are getting to to talk with, um, I pray that they will um, just continue to build into their their kids' lives or their grandkids' lives um, in the way that you've called them to. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray for Whitewater and the Harbortown team that we can continue to be um, spiritual leaders um, and, and lighthouses for these kids to point to the true lighthouse. Um, your son. So I thank you for the opportunities and the blessings um, that it is to work with your littlest in your kingdom. Uh, thank you for each and every heart that comes in big or small. Um, we appreciate them. We value them. Mm-hmm. And we know that they are your children and that they are dearly loved. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you for your son um, who gives us help and hope um, and a home uh, in your church. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.